Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet. It's here, this week's episode of the show. And it's here that we talk news. Because it's been a little while. We have three other members of the Swoggle Squad here with me at the moment. Hopefully going to be joined by two other ones before the episode is done. But we'll start in Chicago, Illinois with Rich. You know, um, crazy. I think I may have watched less wrestling and since the last time we recorded, then Augie has. Well, we'll find out. You never do. Rich, do we have to ask you five questions? Uh, I mean, you can. I've never. I don't know. That could be fun. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I, I don't think I have five things. There's nothing going on. I don't know why we're having a news podcast. Besides <laughs> the fact that it's been a while. I think we. I think the news podcast today is about the lack of news. Um, although I have, a, I have a couple things, a couple hot takes. So, uh, also joining us in Chicago, Illinois, is Spencer. Hey, I got a good first question for you, Rich. If if I set the over under at one and a half, and one and a half being the number of times Jinder Mahal stood tall on SmackDown, would you say over or under? <laughs> Week of the week. Jinder Ma- Ma stood tall. Yeah, uh, uh, that, that fella. Oh I, yeah, no, that was that was yeah. I'm, I'm mid hot dog. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, over under. Doubt f- that you're in Chicago. <laughs> I'm gonna, how long has it been? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Can I? <laughs> I can't push. No, you can't push. You <laughs> he's on push. his knees because he's doing the praying thing. <laughs> um, metaphorically standing tall. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I, I want to. In my heart, I want to say under, but it's probably over. Yeah, what if I told you he bookended the show? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, yeah. I wish I was. Uh, and, well, uh, you know, yeah. it's not for lack of trying. After he stood tall the previous week, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Also, uh, over under 15 and a half times, Rich has had to say something mid hot dog in the time that I've known him. <laughs> I was nice and went 15 over, and a half. Over. 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 <laughs> Absolutely over. Uh, also joining us uh, behind the wheel of a vehicle in Miami, Florida, so he'll crash any second. Your current reigning defending Pod Swoggle champion Augie Artillas. Yeah, I know. It's it's come to my attention apparently that I have three powers or some shit that I got to use. So, um, I mean, we can start right now, mullet. The champ is here. The champ is here. Uh, Molly, do you have NBC Sports Network? I don't know, but man, what the fuck? I have a kid. If you, <laughs> if you don't, I mean, if you don't, it's fine. I can give you my logins, and you can watch it from an iPad. But there's a very important hockey game on tonight, and kind of in the realm of, like, you know, how when RJ listens to rap songs, and at the very end, he has to list three things that he loved about it. Uh... I really, for the rest of this show, I want you to have the hockey game on the background, Catch snippets of it, watch it, but at the end of the podcast, I want to hear three things that you love about hockey, or specifically that hockey game. 
Okay, so I'm upstairs in the office, so I don't have a TV that I can see up here. So, can can I compromise? And can I, can I, how can I do this? Because <laughs> I also don't want to drag my uh, internet, I don't want to drag my internet down by streaming it either. You can also, and better off for you, is you can watch the game tomorrow night. Because tonight God is Pittsburgh versus, tonight is Pittsburgh versus Ottawa, which is okay, whatever. But, you know, it would make winning really happy. And it's a better series if you watch Nashville versus the Anaheim Ducks yeah, all right, so tomorrow I, night. Out of all the bets and all the stakes we've ever had in this podcast, I have never flaked on anything. So you have my word that at the end of this podcast, af- well, after the Stingers, I will have recorded okay. in the action live the three things I liked about this hockey game I'm going to watch tomorrow night. Perfect. So you have Perfect. my word. I've never flaked on anything. I will do it here. Uh, I just remembered also it's game one of the Eastern Conference Finals right now. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Why are we doing this right now? Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. I got like 20 episodes of Cowboy Bebop to get to. This, was, this has been this week's episode of Podswoggle, wrestling podcast entertainment. Jinder Mahal standing tall on shows. That's really all we have to talk about. No, we're not going to, I don't think, go too long this week. Uh, we don't have too much to discuss, but it, it's... It's time for us to have a podcast. I do want to get people hyped about everything we have coming up in the Podswoggle world. Um, perhaps the most exciting thing going on in the wrestling world right now is the Podswoggle title. Augie is your current champion, Swoggle Squad champion, that is. He has two more powers to use between this show and next week's show, which we'll be recording after this, a shorter game-based episode. But it is time for us to announce our participants for the May tournament, which will be held uh, a week from when we're recording this. May 24th, 2017, 8.30 Eastern, live on Twitch. It's the month of May. We did it last year. It's the Listener Choice Show. Uh, it's it's arguably one of my favorites because what you guys pull from the your your nether regions in terms of picks is, is beyond me. Um, so what, we've compiled a list of everything I've actually been able to find on Community Creations, and we're now going to uh, share what our choices are. I do want to, however, give kudos to everything I couldn't find that was sent to us. Uh, so thank you for these nominations, but sadly they do not exist. Um, so uh, sorry these won't be uh, in the tournament this month. Any member of Shakara's Dog Police, Big Bully Busick, Biz Marquee, Don Cherry, Pac-Man, Dr. Vink from Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't even know what that is. Um... The Cheerios B, <laughs> Fred Flintstone, <laughs> the, the Pillsbury Doughboy, Egon from Ghostbusters, Peter Gallagher, Liam Gallagher, Noel Gallagher, Comedian Gallagher, <laughs> <laughs> Player Uno, any kind of fish whatsoever, and Scarsguard the Boat, <laughs> none of which can be found. Oh uh, my god. I really that sounds like a challenge. Like, we need to make Scars guard the boat now. I really tried to find a fish, but that, it just kept <laughs> coming up so many shitty Bobby fishes. Um, uh, so yeah. Did I hear a Don um, Cherry in there? There was no Don Cherry. There was no Don Cherry. I checked. I checked. I checked. Uh, so, Augie being current champion, he gets, of course, your reigning Podswoggle champion, Kevin Owens, and two other picks. Tope won our most recent pick em, so he gets two choices. Uh, and now we have a dilemma that we have six of us, but normally only spots for five, so pickums have an added wrinkle. If you get last place in pickums, you get blocked out of the tournament. So Widden, myself, and Spencer did not get last, so we each get one pick. Rich, you are not going to have the opportunity to become Podswoggle champion this month. I'm also just bummed out that I don't get to pick 
some of these amazing nominees. I know. Also, if anything, you deserve it from your abysmal uh, payback pickup performance. I'm trying not to talk about that. It's got to bounce back. You got two shows to bounce back on. It'll always be the most recent show. So whoever has the um, whoever has the worst performance on the backlash pick'em podcast will be blocked out of the next month's tournament. But let's not beat around the bush. Augie, give me uh, your first pick off the list. I mean, it's my favorite ranger of all time. I'm going to go with the Green Ranger. Green Ranger, Tommy Oliver. Already. Yeah, he was an old Rumble participant, so he's there. Uh, I have Tope and Widen's list. Tope uh, will be joining us hopefully very soon. Uh, and Widen is dealing with uh, travel internet issues, so maybe he'll be on later on. Uh, Tope sent me his list earlier today, and I'm so glad that he was the one that picked this. Tope, uh, of course, we have to talk to Tope later on about some things. Uh, but for now, we're going to discuss kind of his old flame. Uh, not the boss, Sasha Banks, but the other boss, Rick Ross. Uh, Rick Ross is Tope's pick. Uh, now when I sent this list out, I didn't add the Rick Ross caveat that I believe it was, uh, our good friend, Habert the Babert added. Rick Ross has to have Sasha Banks' moveset. So he will have Rick <laughs> Ross with Sasha Banks' moveset. Uh, he, he decided to keep it, uh, nevertheless. Uh, I believe next in Pickums was Spencer. So Spencer, go ahead and give me your, your pick. Yeah, my, my first inclination was to pick somebody from Overwatch, but I didn't want to bog you down like when you couldn't find the exact person I wanted, which was Torbjorn, by the way. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, I mean, there's like a cast of 20. There's no way that all, all of them exist. So I uh, decided to go with... Uh, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart recently, so <laughs> Waluigi is my pick. You son of a bitch. I will say <laughs> that I, I made my list ahead of time as, as soon as I like knew that people probably wouldn't be on the show right away. Waluigi was on Widen, Tope, and I's list. <laughs> so. Wow. That is, he's just so, he's just so goddamn cool, man. He's just awesome. Wow. Uh, then I believe I was next. Uh, yeah, and I'm not going to take Widden's one pick, so it really doesn't matter. We're both going to get our boys. Uh, I don't remember who on Twitter nominated this, but they nominated it last year, and I couldn't find it, and I found it this year, and I, I'm so happy for him. Uh, give me some motherfucking Cap'n Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch. Crunch is gonna. It just there's. I can't wait. Basically, I just want to say a bunch of shitty crunch puns on a, on a Wednesday from uh, from now. Uh, Widen, uh, Widen wants to be champion again, so he went with Thor. <laughs> Widen picked Thor. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. See you next month. Yeah. See. See you next month, Widen. Uh, Augie, your uh, your final, your third pick. I mean, it's in his song that in a wrestling match, nobody bites like him. So I'm going to go with Gaston. <laughs> Gaston. Another one that was popular with uh, with myself, Widden, and Tope. So you get Gaston. And uh, holy shit, I have to go all the way down. I, I gave Tope, uh, told him to give me six choices. I have to go to his sixth choice. Because wow. Rick Ross, Thor, Captain Crunch, Waluigi, and Gaston were picked. Uh, Tope is ready to shock the world, he's gonna go with the shock master himself. Uh, yeah. So this is an eclectic. I'm surprised we actually have two wrestlers in this thing. Kevin Owens and the shock master. That's the only thing those two share in common is that they're wrestlers. Um. Uh, again, shout out to what didn't get picked that I was able to find. Whatever the fuck, Mermaid Man is. Uh, Are you <laughs> serious? You know what Mermaid Man is? I don't. Is that a, a probably from? What if I said? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what if I said Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? 
Does that help? Oh, yeah. SpongeBob. Oh, you didn't... Ernest Borgnine, bitch! <laughs> I know who Mermaid Man is! <laughs> uh, Come on! Sorry. Uh, let me add Tope to the call, because Tope... Why didn't you... <laughs> we had, literally had a SpongeBob birthday party for you, Augie, in your late 20s, and you didn't take Mermaid Man then? Oh, podcast isn't done yet. All right, let's keep going. But <laughs> you can't add a nice person. <laughs> you can't do that. Tope, are you there, man? Nope. I am. Perfect. I'm just going over uh, who didn't get picked for the tournament. We're discussing Mermaid Man. <laughs> I came in the right time. You did. Uh, not pick was Mermaid Man, Larry David, Urban Meyer. Yes, I found an Urban Meyer. Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> Jervis Cottonbelly, Braun Strowman, Crush, Mark Henry, Jack Gallagher, uh, anybody from Overwatch, uh, any Star Wars clone, uh, Robbie Rotten, Bob Backlund, Zangief, and any drag queen. I had several. I can now get those off of my PlayStation 4. Um, I'll go ahead and announce the brackets for this, because I did my little formula to begin with. It'll be Kevin Owens versus Captain Crunch. It'll be Rick Ross versus the I think, Green Ranger. I think Kevin Owens has already won the battle against Captain Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> he really has. Some, some would say he lost that as well. <laughs> That's true. It varies depending on what town they're in. Um, Gaston <laughs> versus Waluigi. That just sounds devilish. And Thor versus the Shockmaster. <laughs> Tope, you're being Tope, you're being represented by Rick Ross and the Shockmaster. That's right. We had to go all the way to your sixth pick, Tope. <laughs> Thor versus Shockmaster is the greatest porno Widdens never seen. <laughs> Uh, once again, going back to our last comic standing podcast a long time ago, if you pound her too hard in her V, it'll make her Thor. That one's for you, Rich. Uh, Thank you for censoring vagina. <laughs> well, no, because it was a V from V for Vendetta. It was a long time ago. Don't worry about it. Um, Augie, because you're champion, you get to book the Heels and Heels tournament. Jacqueline is still your Heels and Heels champion. Uh, so, Augie, I need two women, anything you want. How many times have you heard that before? And one woman from the actual roster. Um, okay, well, the actual roster, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss, because... Come on. Come on. And give me your other... I get, well, one, the top of my list, which is what I was referring to earlier, was I want Sandy the Squirrel from Spongebob. I like that. Uh, okay. Which is why I didn't go with Mermaid Man. Um, and then, all right, these might be a little hard for you to find, because I wanted, like, a really tough bitch that would probably, like, whoop some ass, no matter what it would cost, and no matter what, if it's legal or what stake, so, uh, and, like, a tough bitch from, like, the 80, 90s. No, I'm gonna go, like, Tanya Harding. <laughs> <laughs> I somehow believe I'm gonna find that before Sandy the Squirrel. I don't know why. Give me, give me, like, two more just in case. Uh, Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, San and, and Santina Morella. <laughs> oh, oh, blooded. That is good. All right. Uh, I'm sure I'll make something happen there. I might just pick, pick like some nondescript white bitch and just rename her Lorena Bobbitt, worst case scenario. And just like, like, like edit a dick in her hands or something. Like, a, like a, not like a act, like a dick that she cut off. All right. Cool. <laughs> okay. Turn, <laughs> tune, tune in a week from, uh, from, uh, from now. May 28th, or May 24th, sorry, Podswoggle Title Tournament, live on Twitch for all that insanity. 
Uh, cool. Alrighty. Uh, that's that's the high point of the show. Now we have to talk wrestling news. Um, what what does everyone want to talk about? I sent out a tweet earlier today, like asking what people want to talk about, and there's literally nothing to talk about. Nobody answered. We got one answer. We did. I haven't. Ch- well, we did get one answer. Do we want to talk about that now? Do we want to bombard him as soon as he gets here? No, no. There's actual big news to talk. There's a few big things to talk about. I feel like we're kind of dancing around my shit, but uh, the biggest heel in WWE's hurt. It's true. You mean the biggest no, baby? No, you mean what? the biggest baby Go, face? No, Go- Goldust is fine. No. <laughs> 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 I thought that was. I thought that was a callback to when he turned on John Morrison, and I thought Goldust was going to start smoking a cigarette in the ring. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> and actually, I was talking about Stephanie. She's been hurt for a long time. <laughs> She's been very hurt. She's been hurt for when was the first kid born? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm guessing you're referring to Braun Strowman, Tope. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's hurt. Is he he's out gonna, for six months? He's going to be hurt. He's going to be out anywhere from four weeks to six months, <laughs> depending <laughs> on who you ask. Because oh, there, there are rumors that they were making the injury because originally it was reported that it was only going to be like a month or two and then all of a sudden he gets a surgery and then it's six so there's some talk that they're making it worse than what it actually is so when he comes back he looks like a fucking even more of a monster because he came back so early etc um which i hope okay. is the case because he's literally like the only exciting thing consistently recently to me on television um yeah but uh if not if not, hey, he's going to be all right because he, he's going to go from a uh, a great balls of fire payday to a SummerSlam payday against Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> let's, re- let's rewind real quick and just make sure. Uh, well, I guess we can ask Rich this too, but I'm sure Rich knows. But Augie, you do know that WWE has a pay-per-view coming up called Great Balls of Fire, right? He's, he's, he's in shock. He's in a ditch. He, <laughs> he, 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 he just quit wrestling. <laughs> you know what? How, how what was it? Eight years? Man, all he's been doing this eight years with us? This is the longest he's done anything. He's lived pretty long. It's true. Uh, but let's let's look at let's take effort into account there. Has Augie <laughs> given has Augie given eight years worth of effort in his life? <laughs> Do we know why it was named Great Balls of Fire? Is that gonna mean something? Unless they trot Jerry Lee Lewis's corpse out, and I know he's still alive, right. to like do something, there's <laughs> no reason to do it. Like, what town is it in? I'm looking at the show right now. It is going well, to well, be in Dallas. Jer- Jerry Lee Lewis isn't from Dallas. That's the end of it. Absolutely <laughs> nothing else. You're you're the encyclopedia mullet. Like, is there like of all like the in your houses or any of them like? Would we have reacted to them if the pay-per-view came out, like, today with those? Are there any, like, really bad ones? Well, all the in your houses were, were the ones that were named were themed after, like, a match or a wrestler, yeah, I believe. Exactly. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Like, uh, Beware of Dog, the British Bulldog was in the main event. Like, Buried right. Alive, the match. Uh, there really wasn't anything that egregious and bad. I'm looking at it right now, and yeah, no. Good friends, better enemies. That's just that's just cool. That just sounds awesome. International incident. These also sound like shitty goosebump books. Um, <laughs> a cold day in hell. No, 
in your house, great balls of fire sounds like another porno Widden hasn't seen. <laughs> all those other titles you were, all those other titles you were naming uh, sounded like uh, secret names for Lethal Weapon projects. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, it makes it makes no sense. It, it especially because they have like I'm looking at former in your house titles they haven't used because they're bringing back No Mercy, Backlash. They have like Unforgiven, Fully Loaded, Breakdown. You know, they have those that, like, hey, if you want to do something, bad blood. Like, they've used those before. Like, if you're bringing shit back, just keep doing it. Don't make that shit up. I almost said over the edge, and I realized why they weren't going to bring back over the edge. Um, <laughs> before I said it, which I'm proud of myself. Um, but I still had to acknowledge it. Yeah, I don't know. It's... Especially for that being, like, the show that Lesnar comes back on. Like, it immediately, like, almost, like, de not delegitimizes, but it just makes me less excited for, like, oh, yeah, Brock's first match back, you know, since when the title is going to be a great balls of fire. It's literally just for them to watch Heyman yell it 15 times. And this is a SmackDown pay-per-view? No, it's a Raw pay-per-view. It's a Raw pay-per-view, huh? So, cause, yeah, because Lesnar's going to defend the title on it. I, they, uh, I yeah, think yeah. I can, I can see the go-home show and Heyman just yelling... Rich, can you do it for me? Like, yell the line as Paul Heyman. Great balls of fire! Exactly. <laughs> over and over. He's going to do the whole song. <laughs> He's going to do the whole fucking song. Does um, it have anything to do with the sponsorship? Because I know, like, I just got a text from ESPN today, or notification that Rocket League, which is, like, a popular uh, Xbox, PlayStation computer game soccer with cars whatever <laughs> does that have anything to do with the freaking great balls of fire touch with the uh the young people <laughs> it's a fun game shut up it's fun I'm to sure play he's got one <laughs> of those finger uh rotator things as well you can do it you can do it, you can do it on your, uh, no, your virtual fuck boy those. <laughs> fuck. Also, uh, those, also those things those little thing with jigs where the fuck did you go oh yeah I got a phone call in the middle of all this other shit, so... <laughs> uh, again, we, we've been over... We have no idea. That that You honestly provided the most plausible explanation. Because there, <laughs> there, there isn't any other one. Uh, we were, and, it's still stupid. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we were talking about Braun being unavailable for that. Uh, the, the Fatal Five-Way intrigues me and in how they're going to pretty much uh, try to save face with four different people. All four of which probably need saving face. Um, or, like, to not lose anything. Um, we'll give a shout-out to Monday. The The Roman Reigns-Finn Balor batch was very, very good. Um, because Finn Balor was involved. Um, How are you going to have Finn Balor lose? Wasn't Roman still, like, bandaged up? And at the very least, even if he wasn't physically bandaged, he just came off of, like, a brutal beatdown. You're telling me Finn Bauer can beat Roman Reigns clean, but when Roman's injured, he can't beat the dude? That was shitty booking. That's... Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I, said it was good. I said it was a good match. Spencer. Rich, Rich break well, it down for him. That is what they're telling you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, consider me told. Yeah. That is exactly it. <laughs> uh, so, hold on. Let me... So, is, uh, uh, the five in this fatal five way... Because I haven't watched. Right. Uh, hey, Rich, here's a question for you. Who are the five people in this <laughs> Fatal Five-Way number one contenders match? Uh, yeah, well, let me questions. see if I can guess this. Um, uh, Roman. Correct. Yeah. 
uh, Balor and uh, 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 who's he, uh, Wyatt. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Rollins and Joe. Congratulations, uh, yeah, Rich. Yeah. You just became the head writer of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I've got some bad ideas. I'd like to see out on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. I, I, if we want to pivot, I got some hot takes. That Raw shows. Are you better. talking about? Are you talking about Eric Rowan's bag of masks? <laughs> <laughs> Raw's been a much better show than SmackDown since WrestleMania. Much I better show since WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, compared to what it was before, but like SmackDown is a shell of its former self, and Raw, just by the fact that it's on air, is better than SmackDown and better than it used to be because they've poached all the good people from SmackDown. Both shows now just suck. Yeah, here, here's here's something I, I felt after Raw because Raw had, you know, the the Balor Reigns match, which was good, and the um, it was one of the matches there that I enjoyed. I forget what it was, but um, uh, Roll- the Rollins Wyatt match was was good, even though for some reason Seth Rollins matches get like no crowd reaction recently. Um, was that well, I'm also, basically turned? Wyatt's not doing anything for anybody any, uh, anymore either. Well, that too. Um, they uh. I'm turning into Steve Austin every time he uh, recaps a pay-per-view on his podcast because every single time, like, he'll have, like, all these negatives saying, guys, work their asses off. Busted their (laughs) ass. That's exactly what's happening. We are having at least one or two very good, at worst, matches every single week, which we never, ever, ever got in any other fucking wrestling era, especially in WWE. You're lucky you get one a month at the pay-per-view. Now we're getting at least one a week, it feels like. And it just doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> because every the story surrounding it is just nothing. Do you think they they just turn to the agents and go like, well, can we at least have a really good match? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and fucking Mike Rotunda's in the middle of doing a goddamn crossword puzzle. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't fuck I care. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Tope, do you have a diagnosis? Uh, it, it just, this in general, it sucks because kind of what Spencer said, it's like they took all the good people and you can kind of see with SmackDown, like they try so hard. They're trying so hard to at least get people over, which Raw never does, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's kind of hard to get a guy who was in the worst part of a jobber group over. It's hard to get, to take Fandango and Tyler Breeze seriously all they've been shitting on them for yeah exactly right it's like it's it's so it's gonna take some time but also the only the only thing they're fucking up really is making shinsuke talk and not be fucking badass but yeah they're dropping the ball really hard on that one man and here's the sad thing about that whole situation so we're recording this obviously you're hearing this hopefully before backlash this sunday uh that match for all intents and purposes with the way Ziggler's career has been recently, that should be like six fucking minutes. If that match, yeah, goes, I was just if that match go goes more than twelve, you've already done a fucking disservice to Nakamura because if you're gonna yeah. build him as something special, he should not have a fifteen to twenty minute competitive match right out of the gate with Dolph Ziggler. I know you could say NXT, Sammy, you know, yeah, that's different. That's in that playing field. If you want to get him over and you, you're making him the face of the pay per view, all this stuff. He needs to beat Dolph Ziggler fucking quick. It's got to be a showcase. Yes, it needs it needs to be 
fucking Undertaker versus Kane WrestleMania 20. Taker's back as the dead man. He's doing the same fucking moves, but you don't want to like like have them go all out and see everything as he's come back. Eight minutes. Here's all the fun shit I do. Good night, everybody. Fifteen if, minute fifteen minute intro, then that match. That's exactly what needs to happen. If Shinsuke sells a knee injury once in this match, I consider it a massive fucking failure. I am so fucking tight. Ty- Here's a hot take. Shinsuke Nakamura's best match in WWE was his first one. Yeah, uh, you're correct. You're 100% correct. Yeah. Was... Against Sammy? Yeah. 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 Uh, and, like, by kind of, like, leaps and bounds. Because I'm just fucking tired of seeing Shinsuke fucking sell a knee injury. I'm just fucking tired. Like, I don't know. And... He was fine. He was fine. Yeah. He was fine. And I had much better points before no. I ate three fucking fried things. <laughs> <laughs> over under six like, and just... a half times. I've heard Rich say that in the ten years I've known him. <laughs> over, over. <laughs> it's always over, baby. Uh, but it's just, it's just very frustrating. That, that's watching a Shinsuke Nakamura match is fucking frustrating. Here's, here's the two things I'll add to that. Number one, uh, in WWE, in WWE, yeah. on pay per view. I think right. what you wanna, um to say there is that I don't want to watch that and then watch him win the match with his fucking knee strike finisher. <laughs> like, don't don't sell it and then fucking break a dude's jaw with the knee you're supposed to sell. It just don't uh, work. No, the knee's injured, so that that's how Dolph can kick out. Either that or like you like I don't know, fucking play into like some sort of dumb thing that WWE like ha- can do because fucking you know they make the. They write the stories they want to fucking write anyway. Right. Yeah. So make it like his knee is stronger than anyone else's in the world. And no matter how much you beat at it, it's still going to knock you out. And he's going to yeah. be fine. I don't know. He I was would on... fucking much rather have that he than a... have him. He was, on a... he was on a motorcycle that Luger was driving. They both crashed. Yeah. So when Luger got the fucking elbow plate, Nakamura got a knee plate. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, was thinking, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> No. The second thing I was going to add was, and I didn't know about this until recently, when this kind of opinion, even though I think I kind of voiced it uh, around like Survivor Series, maybe when the match with him and Joe, like kind of the second match, kind of again, like kind of underperformed, is that apparently for people that follow New Japan and stuff, Nakamura has a, a small tendency and kind of a reputation as phoning in everything that isn't a big match or opportunity. Um, yeah, I've heard. So, like, Wrestle Kingdom every year, Kota Ibushi, AJ Styles, he fucking murders it. His first match with Sammy, he murders it. Uh, uh, maybe he just didn't feel like the two matches with Joe, or three matches, you should say, with the ca- the cage match, and the two matches with Rude were there. Um, but that's kind of how I felt, is, you know, they're good. Cool. You know, but... It's 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 a come down, just like you were kind of saying, Rich. Um, yeah, I mean, I also feel like the stories that they were trying to tell in those matches didn't play to his suit. No, no, absolutely not. No. Um, so yeah, I I'm glad we I'm glad you said that because I was gonna kind of bring that up when we got to him and we got to him earlier than I thought we we're going to. Um, well, p- part of the problem with NXT is that, and and this was also part of Shinsuke's problem, is that for whatever reason they just can't tell great stories when when it comes to like the number one contender sort of spot. So Shinsuke showed up, and his his whole motivation was, "I just want to beat the best guy and be the best guy." Mm-hmm. But there's not, there's not, that's not really a story worth listening to. No, that's you know? that's the only story they've told. It's newest guy. 
I want to be the top guy. I'm going to wrestle the top right. guy. I just beat the top guy. He's gone. Here's another top guy. And it just recycles and repeats. I, I do kind of like the, the the one product of the three that I've liked the most since Mania has been NXT, even though they're still mostly yeah. telling those same stories. There are bits and pieces of, of other stories being told around characters that have been good. Like, like the entire women's roster right now is insane yeah. on NXT. Nikki Cross is killing it right now. Tope, yeah. I think we have to discuss something in the end of this podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Well, I think I think they're all killing it, but uh, Ruby Riot I think is the most. Well, God, I was gonna say she's the best on the mic uh, from like a traditional standpoint, but Nikki Cross just cut an insane promo the other week, so like literally good. insane. Yeah, literally insane. Like that. Yeah. We're not we're not trying to use hyperbole. That's the word to describe it. <laughs> it's insanity. Um, yeah, because she's then, insanity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Ember Moon's fine on the mic, but uh, uh, she's fantastic. In the- I would say Ember Moon is not fine on the mic <laughs> okay i i really hated the promos they did for her after she lost in orlando which is what she's like walking through the empty auditorium or whatever yeah, yeah she i don't like her as a promo i didn't like ruby at first but the past couple ones they showed for ruby i kind of dug so i i don't bother really we're just splitting hairs until candace uh is in the company and takes over so i mean basically <laughs> We're all just treading water. Yeah. So I, 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 I want her to change her finisher so bad. It looks so awesome, but her fucking spine and her neck and her back. Steve, oh, Austin, Steve Austin can barely walk, not leaving his feet doing that move. <laughs> uh, Augie, you know, you know our girl Candace uh, debuted in NXT, right? No, she did. Well, I well kind, of. kind of, and like, kind of, she was. Uh, uh, she was a seat filler in a battle royal. They had like a 15 woman battle royal and she was in it. And she was the most popular girl in the match. Yep. Because of all yeah. the people in the, of the full sale crowd. Um, do we ever get, do we ever get Rich's thoughts on, uh, on how it was sitting that close to her? Oh no, we NXT? haven't. We haven't, which we need to update. Uh, NXT takeover Chicago from when we're recording this is in a mere three days. And Rich, your, your boy, Johnny Gargano, will be wrestling in a ladder match at that show. Uh, and he's going to be looking for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to get tickets. You're going to go, you're going? Okay. We'll find tickets. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Spence will just buy them like an hour before the show. <laughs> like, at this point, that might be our best option. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, um, how, Rich, how devastated are you going to be with... Anything. <laughs> Just I mean, there's so many possibilities with this. I feel like that you're with gonna... them, with them having the best match of the show, with them carrying those two fucking lugheads to like a four and a half star match, with uh, them getting a standing ovation and like 20 minutes of of cheers afterwards, where they won't be able to leave the ring because everyone's chanting their names. I don't know what I'll be devastated with more. I guess. Uh, um, I was I was talking about like, the, no who wins. I was talking about the hard open gash that Johnny Gano, Johnny Gargano receives with an errant ladder shot from some guy that sounds like the turtle from Secret of the Ooze. Um, I was more so talking about this being their end in NXT and them possibly getting called up and then ruined in either the cruiserweight division or as a tag team or Tommaso Ciampa stabbing him in the back with a le- like a literal knife like Monica Seles. Um <laughs> like. Any of those things that just kind of feel like any of those could happen. 
Well, uh, I think they need to keep them around as far as the NXT tag division goes anyway. Um, you know, uh, I love heavy machinery. They're just good fun, though. Like, you know, I could see them, I guess, having some title matches, but they're just good fun. That's it. Um, Sabatelli and Moss can just eat butts. <laughs> I, they're boring. And they like, do. They straight, up look like 80, they straight up look like 80s jobbers. Yep. Like, hands down. But, it, um, but, but in a high school movie, not in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else you got? I guess on house shows, like, uh, Blake and Cutler are tagging together. And I think this week and on and on NXT house shows, uh, Dawkins and Montez Ford have been killing it, apparently. Oh, um, cool. yeah. I know they've been on house shows, and think, they have, like, a really cool look. I think they debuted uh, this week, if I remember spoilers correctly. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, they, they pretty much need DIY to stick around until TM61 can get back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, I, I will say we, we kind of glossed over heavy machinery. Uh, I don't mind play, putting my cards on the table. Fucking everyone steer clear during the draft. I love these two fat fucks. <laughs> They're great. I love them to death. They're great. Yeah, I love them. Whatever. Steaks and weights. Steaks and weights. Boom shakalooo. Steaks and weights is what I should live my life as. <laughs> it should be like my credo. But no, this 330 pound fucking brick shit house is taking it instead. Um, Augie, you been keeping up on NXT? Actually, no. I want to, though, because I think, as Spencer mentioned before, both Raw and SmackDown have taken a fucking huge hit, so I kind of want to find something that's entertaining again. Yeah. And, and NXT is much killing it week after week. Yeah, NXT has gotten some guys back from injury, has gotten some new talent in, and is also taking homegrown guys and starting starting the wheels on them. Um, yeah, we've been hearing about uh, Dylan Miley for like three fucking years, and in one match, he's already terrified me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who? Uh, the this dude Wasn't with it? like huge hands, Wasn't Dylan it? Miley. Uh, he was in a uh, tag match with some jobber uh, oh, as the... his partner. Yeah, DIY was it? Yeah, it was against DIY. And, and like, partner, was... like lost in the match, and he like yeah. turned on him. Yeah, yeah. And like he was like giving him choke slams while he was like still laying on the ground somehow. Yeah, he's he's, um, he's apparently supposed to have like an amazing vertical and like really creepy promos. So like, cool. Let's let's see it. Let's 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 get it going. Weird, huge hands. I'm gonna stuff. need Alistair Black to to say one goddamn word. Well, here's, no. here's <laughs> I, I don't want I him to say to a fucking word. I mean, I'm fine with that as well. I'm look, fine with him not then, saying anything. Then they need to put him in real matches. Then he will be. Yeah, no, that's all I'm saying. Like, let's do it. Come on, yeah. let's get there. Uh. These are my sort of quick hits from what we haven't mentioned yet. Mm-hmm. So Alistair Black, uh, I have my trepidations about him uh, just in NXT. That was fine. I'm still worried they're going to absolutely bastardize him on the main roster. Yeah. Um, I love that uh, Almas's gimmick is uh, fucking loving partying so much he doesn't give a shit about his job. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, uh, Roderick Strong's life story almost made me cry mm-hmm. uh and as far as the championship picture goes hideo has a, a legitimate fucking reason to actually go after this title dude yeah and he looks very good he does tope have you been watching your favorite wrestler in the entire world hideo with tommy okay i did i didn't say i didn't like him i said he was average <laughs> that's all i just haven't seen i've i've been seen enough of him in NXT to where 
now he's been much better. Yes. But originally, is. like, I, they have to prove it to me. And most of the time, they usually do. And he also has all of his finishers that he could use yeah, again. True. <laughs> yeah, he, he has, his finisher is not a fucking spinning toehold anymore. <laughs> and and it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like all the shit that he did well was stolen from him. So I'm like, well, that's not that impressive. That's not that impressive. That's not that impressive. And it's like, yeah, because everyone stole all his shit. I will yeah. say, I, I don't like the force. I don't like like the... Uh, the um what's the word I'm looking for the foresight into Hideo Itami being in the main event for the NXT title in Chicago with the GTS that's going to be a whole <laughs> hell of a lot of CM Punk chants oh. that are going to be fucking dumb <laughs> um right cause to my knowledge Hideo is the one who yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, absolutely. Invented it basically right yeah. yes okay. oh yeah yeah, yeah. He invented it. yeah he he's killed yeah, people I mean, that, that doesn't stop like yeah fucking yeah, Chicago sweat hogs from from knowing that. Exactly. Um, here's a hot take. This is a hot take show. There are only two people qualified and can actually, at this point, to me, be legitimate to beat Neville for the cruiserweight title. One's Adeo Atami, and the other one's Alistair Black, and they both should be on the main roster. Not Austin Aries. I just don't feel he's. It's the third time, and I just don't buy into it. I just don't. Again, there's a there's a insight into my picks. I it does he's over for a cruiserweight. He's as over as he can be. He doesn't need it. And what story are you going to tell them? There's no other heels that are ready to then wrestle him. You're going to give Gulak that shine? No. I don't know. He's uh, he's Orton's boy now, so. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. Do, do we want? So he just... might get that you know sort of main event rub. Do we want to discuss that dive money? (laughs) Are we going to discuss ellipsis dive, which sounds which sounds like the shittiest Scott band name I've ever come up with? (laughs) Uh, I don't think it's worth discussing that much. I I honestly, I couldn't give a shit less. Yeah, I just think it's a bunch of old salty ass fucking old timers who (laughs) think they know better and and just haven't been involved in the actual like I don't know, like what's what's new and hot and up and coming and like the like shit. Changes, man. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, you know, like, yeah. We're, not, we're not still doing fucking Rolling Stones for rock and roll. That's, yep. We're just not doing it. Hey, Rip I mean, Rogers. Some people, some people like to pop the crowd, and True. some people don't. Right. Yeah. Hey, Rip Rogers, cool pink sequin jacket in 1993. That, that we got, that'll get you over. Uh, no one fucking <laughs> knows what I'm talking about, because it's Rip Rogers. No one gives a fuck. Hey, Randy Orton, cool <laughs> bugs! <laughs> uh... Augie, don't worry about what we're talking about. Just philosophical wrestling match differences that became a big story out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. That's not worth. That's it's not, about that. It's about that time of year, though, isn't it? Like, isn't this around the same time of year that like uh, the, uh, the Osprey yep. Ricochet match and it, the Vader thing happened? It's best of the Super Juniors, man. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. time of year, but it is. And here's uh, the here's the thing. Didn't this all start with a, a bully Ray dive? Uh, no, it just started with Rip Rogers is the one that like made this like summary of every single indie match at the time. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And then bully oh, okay, I saw he, that. He was the first one that responded thought... like, hey, it's cool, man. And then Orton has hated Bubba Ray Dudley for, fu- for fucking 15 years and then had to chime in on it. And then it okay. spiraled out of control. Tope, maybe you know this, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't there somebody who tried to come at Snoop Dogg 
and Snoop Dogg didn't even give him the courtesy of like mentioning him in a rap. All he just said was, "Hey, like you know who you are. I'm not even gonna fucking mention you in this rap." Do you know who I'm talking about? I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. I'm trying okay. to because I mean I know that's happened like a few times. Yeah. Where... Well, anyway, you get the point. Like Rip Rogers is that person right now, where it's like yeah. fucking who? <laughs> Exactly. Like, he's just trying to make a name for himself again, and like, shut up. Who? Uh, this might be a better reference or a better analogy to it, Tope, and I could be wrong. Who is the the rapper that Cannabis was trying to beef with? Was that like Eminem? Was it LL? Or was it, it was LL, LL Cool J? It was okay. Yeah, and we've all heard of Cannabis the rapper, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had his album. Oh no! <laughs> Oh, Rich, dude, I love you the week on cannabis. <laughs> I, oh, I haven't listened to that album in like 20 years. Oh, man. Um, so we're on the subject of Super Juniors. The one uh, the one Twitter um, news story that people wanted to talk about, and unfortunately our boy Wid is not here to discuss it, is his boy, Marty Skrull, fucking killing in Japan already in one fucking match. Now he's in fucking Bullet Club. But yet again, all yeah. five of us are in Bullet Club at this point. <laughs> um, I do say that uh, from our indie discussion a couple weeks ago, the one thing I I negated to mention uh, that I personally enjoyed about the weekend was uh, the first live Marty Skrull finger snap I ever experienced. I ran away like I just found out I wasn't the father on Maury. Like we were in the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I knew that I knew the spot was coming. I've seen it online like multiple times. But like it just was so fucking loud, and I was on the end, and I literally just ran away. It was like, no, I don't want. I know it's. I know it's. He claps his hands. I don't give a fuck. I believe. <laughs> you, were, uh, you reacted like you were on. You're like the eleventh man on an NBA bench, and there was a sick ass dunk. <laughs> I had to leave the vicinity. It was. Absurd. That's what you do during every live pal driver you see now. If you if you have the ability, just bolt. <laughs> just get out of the I, way. I don't know if I could do anything other than implode into myself like I always have. <laughs> um. Hey, I'll I, I'll leave this in, but I want to edit this out. Can we all co-conspire to like take Marty Skrull in the first round and like just hope that wins in last place and for Pickham just to piss him off? That's <laughs> <laughs> so my first pick. I take Marty Skrull. What? But my second pick, I take Marty Skrull. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah. Other- yeah. Uh, so here's here's I think the the actual like behind the scenes interesting thing about that whole thing is. That was all, all that story was orchestrated not particularly by Ring of Honor or New Japan, but by the elite themselves. Yeah. Like in their little YouTube show. Yeah, the that, like vlog that they've been doing for. Yeah. Which is like I love that. Pretty wild, right? Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting into like we're getting to the point where with independence and also kind of the 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 working relationships that they're giving young guys opportunities to be creative and have more say. So like the Bucks, Cole and Omega kind of handling that just like apparently Sammy Callahan's now like booking for CZW and it's like getting really good. Like that type of shit excites me. Cause it's kind of shit that Rich has been saying for a while is once a certain, and this goes back to the dive thing. Once a certain era of guys that have been raised a certain way in this business are gone. 
shit's gonna get fucking dope and really exciting. <laughs> and that's not even just from an in-ring standpoint. We've been talking about it from a backstage atmosphere, but then also from a creative standpoint. And we're close. I'm not saying it's gonna happen like everywhere now, but I like in five years we're gonna see some really new good shit. And it's starting, and that makes me happy. Yeah. Well, what uh, about the uh, uh, South Park Regional Wrestling? I mean, that's in the same category of yeah, stuff, yeah. like these you know younger guys, you know, just doing something fun and creative, and well, and and, and John basically, Cena. That, and John Cena, yeah. yeah. Well, and John Cena was saying that there's more coming. Yeah, yeah. which is we the we, best. Yeah. I don't think we discussed. Have we discussed it on the show at all? Like, I feel like that was in it was in Mania season. We just didn't get the chance to. I feel like we did. We did. I, I feel like because I feel like I have I mentioned how. The difference between Sex Ferguson and Tex Ferguson is, and he's actually gone on record as saying this now. Yeah. Uh, 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 was he changed his name to Tex. So well, yeah. Tex was his like on-screen persona, and like, yeah, that's what he would like, especially in the '80s. You know, it was a little more like toned down, and his, and like his promos were for television. Yeah. Whereas, like, what we see now as Sex Ferguson, that's his old-timer shoot videos just like bad so of news course he's gonna be filthy bad news allen got his shot he became bad news brown you gotta change it up sometimes in the business keep yourself fresh exactly <laughs> thanks rex I think, uh, I think that's exactly actually what he said that wasn't me i'm not that is exactly what he said yeah it is, it is. And, rex, um, and rex but yeah and, rex doesn't talk about that rex talked about other things we'll get to there later but so that's so southpaw is another example of basically the current roster, the current crop now, putting their energy, their downtime energy towards cool, interesting, fun, and creative endeavors, as opposed to cocaine, <laughs> rats, cocaine, pills, cocaine, cocaine. Uh, Tope wasn't here. And for closing me. the bar. <laughs> Tope wasn't here for me earlier to do an amazing segue, but I'll do it here anyway. Speaking of cocaine, Augie, your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I almost had a treat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to you, mullet. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's... What, thoughts on what? Like on Southpaw wrestling or on like just the youth taking over? Or... Oh, no. I, I, was just, I just wanted to make that segue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about the youth taking over? The youth taking over. Or cocaine. Um, no, it's, it's what you've been saying for a while, Rich. It's like the fucking carny mentality of fucking shaking hands and fucking wrestling court and all that shit. Like, it's fucking done. It's over with. It's, it's bullshit. Get away from it and get to a new, a new kind of thing. Um... The other thing was uh, our buddy at Andrew Swim was wondering, Rich, uh, I don't think you went to C2E2, correct? No, yeah, I didn't catch that panel. Heard it was good, though. Yeah. Uh, Lucha's coming back so close, so soon. We got two weeks? End of the month. Yeah, yeah. we got two weeks to Lucha, baby. Very excited. Um, speaking of exciting, look, we've waited enough. It's been like an hour. Uh, <laughs> We got a uh, we got a tweet from our good friend, uh, formerly Charles Charles's tweets. Now it's Charles now. Uh, wanted uh, to let us know he's our resident. Let's piss off Tope expert. Yeah. So I saw this like a couple days ago because apparently somebody was talking about it on Tumblr. I don't know how these things work. Um, there was a rumor 
And it looks like it's almost been confirmed. Or or maybe these two people just enjoy holding hands in public. I don't know. Uh, but he says, uh, Tope, your dislike for Mikazi is well documented. But what are you going to do against Finn Balor? Because it appears as Finn Balor and Kathy Kelly are dating, Tope. Let me get into this. Have you guys ever been friends with someone? Like a girl who's like good looking. She's smart. She's funny. And then she finds, like, a great dude, and you're like, man, that sucks for me, but you know what? I'm happy for her. That guy is funny. He's smart. He's good-looking. He's going to make her happy. I'm okay with that. Nope. That's how, that's how I feel about Finn Balor. <laughs> Captain Kelly. I'm going to point out, if in case you couldn't hear that, Augie was the one that yelled, nope! <laughs> just, in case that, just in case that didn't pick up. Go on, Tupac. But then, have you ever seen two people dating, and the girl is hot, she's awesome, she's funny, and the guy is just a fucking turd, and the only reason they probably got together is because they probably hooked up when she was ugly. Oh, shit, Tope, God. <laughs> Jesus. Bro. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's my Mikazi hate coming through. So I'm happy for Finn and for Kathy Kelly. I hope they're going to have beautiful, adorable babies. I assume. And I hope everything goes well for them because I've already moved on to uh what's her name, Mullet again? Just, just don't wanna you, you know who I'm talking about. Miss Caruso. I, I don't know why I was gonna say it like Vince Russo, but Charlie Caruso. Best, <laughs> oh Caruso. Best, <laughs> best best in the business. That everything. So I I hope Finn and Kathy are okay and still fuck you, Mikazi. You don't deserve those. Do you see what he said on Up Up Down Down when he was talking about like side pieces or something? Or like <laughs> what, was, what was that nerd talking about? It was I forget it was uh it was Woods and I forget who else, and they were like they were playing a game and like it was like a uh, turn of the phrase where I think it was like side switches or something and like they were talking about side bitches, and he's like, yeah, I got one of those. And Woods is like, she will kill you. <laughs> Woods, got so, Woods got so serious, he's like, don't even fuck with it. Like, just don't. Because, A, there are like ten guys just waiting in line. So, yep. don't don't miss your shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. So, um, what what number what number in line are you, Tobe? You know, you know the number that Beetlejuice has at the end of Beetlejuice? That one. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta compete with an entire different race, man. I'm done with like a billion people. Uh, so yeah, so we had to address it. Uh, that's uh, he wanted an apology. I, that's as close of an apology as you're gonna get, Charles. Um, so yeah, I, I forgot. I totally forgot about Charlie Caruso as your new apology. I thought it was gonna be Nikki Cross, but I think you admitted that Nikki oh. Cross. Nikki Cross is just the is like. What'd you say? The quote was like, "She just does something weird to me." <laughs> like, yeah, just I I don't. I, I get it, and I don't get it, because she's a good-looking girl, and she's great, but I'm just like, I want her to, like, bite my jugular off, and I'd yeah. be okay with that. I don't even know what that means. It's death. I, That's what that means. It's death. What? Bite I, it? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think we can mostly all agree that, yeah, maybe a similar sentiment to, to varying degrees. Yes. My thing with her, like, what like 
like kills it for me is that like whatever would be going on and happening, I feel like Alexander Wolf would be in the corner doing his bullshit dancing thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. Like whatever it is, nope, hanging out with that guy. I know Spencer was smitten from the moment she oh, faced yeah. the television. You kidding me? <laughs> that was so matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most earnest anyone's been on the show. Um, anything else? I, I don't want to. Uh, we discussed Raw. We discussed SmackDown. I don't think we like hit it over the head enough. But I'm just gonna reiterate how much Jinder fucking Mahal fucking sucks. Um, I'd rather watch the Bollywood Boys. I think they're a lot of fun. They, yeah. And they took by calling them what the, the Sing the Brothers. Brothers. Sing Brothers. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, the, the Bollywood Boys is awesome. The the fashion files is, have been really fun. Yeah, we the should talk about that first. Like, yeah. Yeah, easily the funniest part of, of the show. Or the best part. Not even the funniest, yeah. just the best. And they get to interact with the fucking great, insane, cocaine-fueled heel Usos. Um, yeah, Usos are very good right now. Yeah, they've they basically have been able to channel their real selves into a heel persona, and it's great. Uh, I do want everyone to go to their fridge right now, however... Check your milk cartons and look for the pictures of American Alpha on them. <laughs> they they have been missing, and I'm concerned. I'm offering a reward. Um, so if you see them, please uh, direct them back to uh, NXT. Um, we talked about NXT. We talked about uh, Indies, ROH. No time for Sakura Genesis, even though it was like two months ago. Um, Come on. <laughs> nope. Nope. Impact nope. hasn't done anything stupid uh, in the past few weeks, have they? Yeah, uh, let's let's try to brief. I'll try to briefly recap it for Augie. So Alberto Albertone is now the GFW champion. Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> what is, there, is there is there a bird on the belt too? Uh, I don't even know about the belt. Probably. Um, this is in between him not showing up for like every other indie appearance he goes to. Um. It's so bad that Crazy Steve is gone. <laughs> He's probably getting signed by WWE. Crazy Steve doesn't want to be in Impact Wrestling. Um, besides that, no, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Wait, so is it is it is it Impact? Is it Global it's Impact Force? Wrestling. What? Well, Jarrett has as GFW and Impact Wrestling have merged. Is what's happened. But like GFW titles are being defended on Impact Wrestling because Impact Wrestling needed more titles. Um, so now there's like eight titles, and four of them don't mean anything to anybody because nobody knows what the fuck it is. Speaking of which, uh, Billy Corgan bought NWA. He did. That's right. Billy Corgan bought the NWA. Um, uh, something that'll be more successful than that is uh, oh, New Japan has a United States title belt. They do that as well. Just making Macho Men is so much more have fun. You seen, have you not year. seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Dude, it's pretty um, fucking tight. Cool. I'll pull it up. Are there like three sentences to update uh, Chikara? <sighs> this is Mullet with his Chikara update in hopefully three sentences or less. I used to feel down, but I hit the ground running. Makes me feel alive. I have not been following up, but I keep asked, so I guess I have to come up with something. Let's just, as usual, let's go to the roster page and see what fun awaits me, huh? Let's just see. Let's just see what the fuck happens now. Uh, I'm so disappointed that I didn't get to see the Officer Dog when we saw them live. That was... I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Officer Barksdale. Uh, uh, no, Officer Magnum. Um, the who's the actual dog? 
uh, Barksdale wasn't there either. Uh, let's take a look here and see. Wait, there's a man named Officer Barksdale, and he's not the dog. <laughs> no, well, because the <laughs> no. man came before the dog. Yeah. They named him Barksdale, and they named the dog Magnum. Yes, they, they absolutely. It's not like they looked at the two. I'm and just then saying, said, like, they had to have gone, fuck, his name is Barksdale? Ah, shit, this one's got to be called Woofer, then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't name a man Barksdale. Unless you name the dog, like, Officer Man Man Man. We named the dog Indiana. <laughs> Officer Man Man and Barksdale. Officer Man Man. I like that. Uh... Just based off the ro- roster, here's my three sentences. Uh, I still think Jeremy Leary is Spencer. Um, <laughs> he looks exactly <laughs> like him. Um, O'Barian's face is terrifying. And now there's an invisible guy named Mortimer on the roster. The <laughs> <laughs> roster picture is some dude. Um, why the fuck are umbrellas so goddamn popular in wrestling now? This guy's fucking holding the umbrella. I mean, I mean, Willow's the one that started it, Topak, with his $40 umbrella. <laughs> He's a star, man. Bring Willow. Oh, Willow in WWE. Oh, my God. I, oh, yeah. I mentioned it to you during payback. I was like, bro, how quick is this going to happen? Like, Yeah, What what's going on? Because you bring in the Hardys. <laughs> you bring in the Hardys to be the Hardys, and they're just kind of just another tag team right now. Like, so the the story is that they are trying to like purchase the rights to the broken character. Like Impact and Anthem is claiming they own the rights to the broken character, but the Hardys are saying they do. So like it's this legal thing. So there's rumors that WWE is trying to like purchase or like like get. Well, I, I heard they did. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, everyone like I think it was around the time of uh, Payback when we heard that. So, like, when they got yeah. broke, kicked, and, like, beat up by Sheamus and Zara after the match, I was like, oh, this is the perfect way to perfect. start, like, going into that. And they haven't done it yet. So, I don't know. There might, I mean, they're still running high, I guess, off of, like, them together as a tag team, as themselves for nostalgia. So, they might be holding off until that, that well's a little drier. I don't know. Um, if they, if it is a, a matter of them just kind of drawing the story out a little bit more and not shooting it right away like fine i guess but also that said it's is this not fucking wrestling like is this not like the one place where you could just like slightly move things to the left that are the same fucking idea and get away with it like is this not (laughs) the history of this sport yeah uh the renegade (laughs) that's my answer to that like yeah the renegade like like blatant fucking copies and ripoffs, like avalanche. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking, uh, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. Like, look, look, it's not Andre the Giant. It's just the, the giant. giant. Yeah. yeah, the son of Andre. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, Kevin Ash and Scott Hall, <laughs> like. Yeah. Make them well, the, shit. For that matter, Razor Ramon and right. Diesel. Well, make them the the fucking fractured Hardys or whatever. Yeah. Like, use some synonyms, dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and to own a gimmick to me is fucking. I mean, that's stupid. It's well, it comes down to like, did they trademark the phrase like "broken Matt Hardy"? Like, if they do, if they have a trademark on that, just like. How this like? But what is it? It's Matt Hardy. What? Okay, first of all, what are they gonna do with Broken Matt Hardy without fucking Matt Hardy? And avoid him. They, do, avoid him doing it. Yeah, exactly. What they do is they get paid when they try to use it. Yeah. 
Ah, just, cool, no problem. I'm gonna sign Odell Beckham Jr., but I'm not gonna get his catches or any of his fucking hands. I'm just gonna have the guy, but not fucking his his abilities. Oh, whatever. That's well, it's wrestling. You know it's gonna be stupid and fucked up. Um, it kind of goes to the point of um, of like why we don't have Kevin Steen and Prince Devitt and Kenta for so long. Like they had to like trademark a name. And, like, then they got into this period of, like, not doing that. And I think, like, we're going to get back to it. Because, like, well, I mean, Drew McIntyre is different because everyone knows him as that in that in that realm. But, you know, we don't have Tommy End. We have Aleister Black. We don't have uh, Chris Hero. We yeah. have Cassius Ono. Like, we're getting back to that. I'm sure he won't be Adam yes Cole. No. It depends. I don't know if there will be an Adam Cole. Strong. Because, like, they Roger Strong. Roger was the last one. He was before all those guys came back or started so it's like happening again um so we'll see i mean yeah we'll see with adam cole we'll see with the next like fucking 10 guys they signed in the next year um yeah you know who knows but um i want to point out i had to just double check all this umbrella talk unfortunately tope the willow umbrella is not available on shopimpact.com, but you can get a five dollar <laughs> willow mask a five dollar willow shirt but the mask shirt that he uh, so eloquently advertised in that batshit insane YouTube, YouTube commercial is still $25. <laughs> still might buy it. Oh, oh, I meant to mention, uh, uh, just going to throw that out, throw this out there, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com, there is a Garrett Bischoff store. Now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff. From Podswoggles, Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. <laughs> Which reminds me, Tope, three facts about Garrett Bischoff, go! Uh, Garrett go. Bischoff drinks water through his left nostril. His favorite television Face is Jaleel White, and he wrestles with <laughs> depression. <laughs> Tope, did you give? Did you forget the word character? Yeah. <laughs> His favorite TV face. I am. I'm going with this. <laughs> and the Academy Award for best face goes to those two. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Mm, well, did I any- do that? Anything else we need to cover? <laughs> oh, so maybe even my face like baby face. Urkel? No, Urkel's a fucking heel. Fuck it. What? Urkel was a... He destroy, no, that, he's a Roman Reigns. Fucking... He comes in destroying shit. Uninvited. He's a fucking heel, man. He's... Winslow's want to take care of his family. If anything, he's if anything, he's like a Mick Foley sympathetic baby face. Also, right down to the multiple characters, because he was Bruce Lee, he was Stefan. <laughs> Wasn't he like Elvis once? I don't know. <laughs> he was a robot once too. He was. Well, like he didn't have to go into the machine to do that. Man, poor Reginald Vell Johnson. He just wanted to have a good normal <laughs> fucking. Poor fucking normal show. I know Keith Peel already covered this in the sketch, but then all of a sudden, there's fucking transforming machines. <laughs> Poor fucking guy. Um, Alright, we're talking about family matters, so that's going to do it for this week's episode of Podswoggle. <laughs> wrestling podcast with entertainment. We encourage you, as always, check us out on arcadeaudio.net. 
for this podcast and all the other ones in our ever-expanding and uh, ever-impressive slate of podcasts. You can check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Stitcher. Check us out on Google Play. We're all available there. Uh, of course, uh, leave us a review in five stars. Helps us out so very much. We'll read it on the show. Rich specifically will read it on the show, no matter what it says. It's been a while, so let's make sure we torture Rich with that. Um, you can also uh, subscribe. Like I said, get your podcast automatically every single Friday. Follow us on all social media, at Potswoggle on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram on YouTube for the, the former, or the past, I should say, Twitch streams. The most uh, recent one is coming up next Wednesday, May 24th, 8.30 Eastern, live on Twitch. Listener's choice. If, if you've always wanted to watch Thor versus the Shockmaster, this is literally the only opportunity you're probably ever going to get. Um, uh, yeah. And send us an email, potswoggle.gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Helps us out. And we'll um we'll share it. Augie, your current Swoggle Squad champion. Final thoughts. Nashville Predators versus Anaheim Mighty Ducks <laughs> with Chris Mullet. I'm excited. It's coming up in the span of like two to three minutes. Oh, man, I have so much to do tomorrow night. <laughs> I have to have that on the fucking background. God damn it. Uh Spencer, final thoughts. No matter what you do and no matter where you go, you can't hinder the gender. (laughs) No matter how hard you want to try. Chicago, get creative during that main event. (laughs) I know it's on the network. Change the channel like they did at Batista and Big Show. Rich, final thoughts. Uh... Week of the week. One, I'm just looking forward to Backlash being over so he could be more like dust in the winder. And uh, <laughs> did you... um? You bookended the show with two fantastic week of the weeks. Yeah, no. uh, also, uh, did, you for, did you forget did you forget a plug? Did I forget a plug? Did I? Well, while you're trying to think of it... Um, if you want to go to patreon.com slash arcade audio. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to support this podcast and all the other fine podcasts on the arcade audio family, uh, you can do so. Uh, and if you don't want to donate, that's cool too. You can keep listening and uh, supporting us that way. Exactly. And by leaving a review on five stars on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, you, um, you, I was yeah. trying to remember so hard to say Apple Podcasts when you told me to say Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think I fucked it up on the past two Married with Movies, too, because I've been trying to remember Apple Podcasts. Oh, shit. My bad. Go to applepodcast.com slash arcade audio. Slash Patreon slash... Nope, fuck. <laughs> Do you have any other final thoughts, Rich? Nah, that's it. That's it? Yeah, it really ended on a dust in the gender joke. Perfect. Tope, final thoughts. Uh, I'm just realizing Spencer said this earlier in the podcast, but the the phrase Billy Corgan buys the NWA meant so many different things, like 95. Like, <laughs> like that headline. He was waiting for Easy E to die to be like, I got the rights. <laughs> now, now that's a wrestling angle. <laughs> if you want to get some heat in 95, there you go. Exactly. And also, don't you have some apologies, Tope? I'm still trying to decide what he to apologize for. No, no, apologies to Charlie Caruso. Yeah, I just, Absolutely. 
That's a good ring to it. Uh, who, double is go- who is going to be... Hey, easy. Who is going to be... Ahead. I thought you were really creepy and you just knew her bra size. I was like, what are you doing, Tope? <laughs> um, what wrestler is going to steal her away? Oh, uh, let's go with... Sammy Zayn. <laughs> I'm going to go Dean Ambrose. Oh, no! Yeah. No! Oh. Welcome to real life, guys. And don't <laughs> say up, no, Augie. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, have no nah, I like that. I like that couple. Uh, actually, oh, Sean Cena's lucky that he's on uh, SmackDown. What's Sometimes. That? Sometimes. Well, Mickey James. Oh, no, but oh, Mickey wasn't on SmackDown long, John. Good job. Uh, <laughs> For Tope, for Augie, for Fencer, for Rich, for Polygamy, this is Mullet. <laughs> for Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast for entertainment, we are slogging off. Augie was you guys say Renee's Bangs too, right? What'd you say? You guys say Renee's Bangs too, right? She, she just looks off. I don't like it. Her bangs are bad. I don't like it. <laughs> Week of the week. Hey, Rich, if the end of Backlash is a slam dunk, then call Lou Algender. Jesus Christ. This is Mullet, your host. I'm here. Sitting on the couch. Watching hockey. An update from when you heard the show. I totally forgot that uh, tonight, Thursday, I will be going out to dinner uh, Sam and I's good friends, Steve and Laura Real. I don't know where I'm going. He's going to have the hockey game on because it's not really like a bar or anything. So the the whole watching the the, uh, the Predators game, wasn't sure how it was, was going to work. So here I am instead. Three o'clock on my day off, editing Podswoggle and having recorded a replay of the Penguins-Senators game and having it on in the background, paying up my end of the bet and the first thing i like about hockey is man you know just at any moment even though you have no idea what you just saw there's celebration and jubilation because somebody scored so because a puck is spinning like a top and it squeezes in the centimeters between a blade and the pole everyone loses their minds just because a few guys get happy so that's cool two to go thank fucking god you know, like, I totally forgot what so many, like, logos looked like for companies. God damn, like, the Scotia Bank logo is pretty tight. And it's even cooler, like, seeing logos in ice. Like, that's just impressive how, like, the Zamboni guys are able to do that. There's a Pizza Pizza! Um, I'm guessing, is that, like, what Little Caesars is called in Canada? Is Pizza Pizza? It's pretty simple, simple. Um... Oh, and there's Tim Hortons, which I've never been to. I like that hockey is bringing about 
a trip for me to go to a Tim Hortons and to do nothing else in Canada. What just happened? I don't even know. Did he score? I can't even tell. What was that? Okay, so the Senators just scored their fourth goal and like their fucking like third and I don't even know, like a couple minutes. And sadly I have two things I like. Three things really. Um number one, goalie masks. Goalie masks are dope. I want a goalie mask or a helmet, whatever they fucking call it. Uh number two, this goal was started by basically somebody from like mid ice just sh- fucking nailing the puck against the back glass like somebody that's trying to like tank a free throw in basketball just to get it down there and confuse the goalie for positioning uh and then because his goalie has sucked so many dicks in the past like two minutes it showed like the other goalie on the bench like looking over at his coach and I mean, like, I'm up. Yeah, cool, I'm up. And, like, sitting up. It's a pretty dope, understated thing to just show how much other goalie sucks. So, hockey players are dickheads. Um, fake free throws in hockey and hockey masks. There's three right there for my third one. I'm done. I'm turning this fucking game off. I can't watch this shit anymore. God damn it. The guy just grabbed the puck with his hands. That's not allowed, is it? I don't know. Damn it. Ugh, what a waste of my DVR space. Thanks, Augie. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.